I'm Erin King. I'm a third year student at the University of Idaho studying elementary education with an emphasis in literature and English as a new language, or as it is more commonly referred to, ENL. In order to get my degree with a specialty in ENL, it is important for me to study and understand linguistics, the study of language and its structure. So far, I have thoroughly enjoyed studying linguistics and learning about its crossovers into my major. I discovered a few of those crossovers in my studying, a few of which I am going to discuss today in my podcast. So, let's get started. In becoming an elementary ed teacher, learning how to teach students with disabilities is very important. Recently, I was watching Good Burger with my siblings, a popular movie back in the 90s featuring Kel Mitchell and Kenan Thompson. I started to notice that Kel Mitchell's character, Ed, displayed quite a few characteristics of someone with Autism Spectrum Disorder, or ASD. ASD, for those who don't know, is a complex developmental disability that affects a person's ability to communicate and interact with others. While autism is a spectrum, so characteristics vary with each person, there are a few defining characteristics that are common among most. The two I will be talking about today are problems with direct speech and speech and language issues. I knew from my education courses that people with ASD have said linguistic troubles, so I wanted to delve deeper into why that is, the impacts it has on students with ASD, and ties to the study of linguistics overall. I feel that this is an important topic for linguists to research and understand, as there are concerns regarding direct speech, speech acquisition, and speech development. There have already been many studies on ASD and speech and language skills, and I will begin by explaining what research has found. Before I begin, I think it's important to point out that ASD is a spectrum. While there are usually language and communication deficits across the board in people with ASD, the degree to which this is the case varies with each individual. There are some high-functioning ASD individuals out there who do not experience severe language or communication problems. However, there are still enough people who do for this area of linguistics to matter. Alright, first, I want to look at trouble with speech, and we'll begin by taking a look at acquisition skills. Our language acquisition skills start developing from the day we are born and follow a usually predictable sequence, starting with three to six month old babies beginning to babble as a result of listening to the people around them talk. This babbling will lay a foundation for the development of language later in life. While this sequence is the norm for most children, children with ASD tend to show less interest in other people in the first 12 months of their life, and therefore have a harder time learning and using language. This means that they might develop language slower than most, have no language at all, or have significant problems understanding or using spoken language. Now that we have a basic understanding of why children with ASD struggle with language, I want to take a look at a few specific areas where children with ASD struggle, the first being grammar. While most studies regarding language deficits and ASD have been largely semantic and pragmatic based, these studies on grammar look at syntax and morphology, otherwise known as the rules that govern how sentences are structured, as well as the formation of them. One thing research has found is that most people with autism are pattern thinkers. This means they tend to learn better when there are identical patterns present. Grammar is based on rules and patterns. The complexity of these rules varies from language to language, meaning difficulty learning those rules can vary as well. 
That being said, as opposed to semantics and pragmatics, grammar has not been as heavily studied because of those said patterns and rules that people with ASD are good at connecting with and understanding. But, like I said before, autism is a spectrum, so some people with ASD do struggle with grammar. Studies have found that children with ASD who struggle with grammar struggle with these few specific aspects of both syntax and morphology, those being improper use of prefixes and suffixes, absence of grammar structure, difficulty understanding complex sentence structures, difficulty communicating through writing, and difficulty understanding reflexive pronouns such as himself or myself. While it is difficult to pinpoint the exact causes of these grammatical problems, it is possible that they may arise from the complexity within specific grammatical rules combined with already impaired communication skills. Next, I would like to look at another aspect people with ASD struggle with, the use of direct speech. In order to do so, let's first take a look at literal and figurative language. Literal language says exactly what it means. I write with a pencil. The sky is blue. These are both quick and simple examples of literal language. Figurative language, however, can use similes, metaphors, hyperbole, idioms, or personification. For example, James has a heart of gold, or the tree danced in the wind. Now, we know that James's heart was not literally made of gold and that the tree did not literally dance in the wind. However, this is something that a child with ASD might struggle to get their head around. In Good Burger, Ed takes everything everyone says quite literally. Here's what happens when he takes an order from a customer who asked for a burger with nothing on it. Excuse me. Look, I ordered one Good Burger with nothing on it. And that's what I gave you. No, you gave me a bun. Just a bun. Look, there's no meat in here. But you said you wanted nothing on it. Yes, well, I expected a meat patty. Dude, a meat patty is something. You said nothing. Fizz, is a meat patty something or nothing? Uh, something? I win. All right, that rips it. I am reporting your name to the manager. As you can see, Ed took what the customer said quite literally. So, why do people with ASD struggle with figurative language? Well, Figurative language can be context-specific, and contextual cues is yet another area in which people with ASD have trouble with. Interpretation can depend largely on the type of expression, its degree of compositionality, its linguistic structure, its source domain of knowledge, and its conventionality. Not only this, but the concepts used in figurative language, such as the use of idioms and metaphors, deal largely with semantic development, which focuses primarily on meaning in language. These skills in understanding such types of figurative language, such as indirect requests, idioms, and conversational implicatures, are found to correlate with age, and often emerge later than other basic skills such as vocabulary acquisition, and can take children up to four times longer to fully comprehend. That being said, by the age of 9 or 10, most children have achieved the skills needed for full comprehension of figurative language. However, Based on what we know about delayed language acquisition skills in children with ASD, we can see why figurative language would pose a problem. Overall, this is why people with ASD struggle with figurative language. This means that direct speech is interpreted far easier than indirect speech. 
People with autism spectrum disorder, especially students, will have hard times following instructions or understanding what is being asked of them. So, what can be done to help improve the linguistic struggles that people with ASD face? Well, there are a lot of resources out there for helping people with ASD to better strengthen their language skills, one of the more common resources being a doctor's referral for a speech-language pathologist. For young children, there are a few important things one can do. You can make sure to simplify your language when speaking, you can encourage play and social interaction, and give plenty of opportunities for the child to communicate. You can even consider some of the many wonderful assistive technologies that are out there to help foster speech development. In addition to these resources, researchers now are focusing on improvement strategies to help people with ASD. Some are looking for ways to improve therapy, some are developing and studying factors that may better predict if an infant is at risk for developing ASD, some are looking at software development to help people with ASD communicate effectively, and some are finding ways to prevent the impact of conditions affecting speech-language and social skills in high-risk children. Well, that's a wrap! For more information, visit AutismSpeaks.org, one of the leading science and advocacy organizations concerning ASD. There you can find helpful resources such as state-specific ASD guides, apps that focus on communication and social skills, and of course, the latest news in the ASD community. Thanks for listening!